Hey y'all, welcome back to the Tribe Podcast. We are continuing our series on healing. I'm so glad y'all are here because today we are hitting a topic that is challenging for a lot of us and I would put myself in that category. Reconciliation. Just that one word has the ability to evoke a wide variety of feelings from worry and fear to peace and joy. It's a topic where there are two extremes and we are all over the map on where we fall. By definition, to reconcile is to bring into agreement or harmony, to make compatible or consistent. I believe the first step in true reconciliation is repentance. It's going directly to God, admitting the fault, and asking our Heavenly Father for forgiveness. I truly believe that we can't go to another person with the intention to reconcile without first going to the ultimate Father and laying the sin down at the foot of the cross. After going to God, the next step is settling in our hearts the role that we played in the conflict. So even if we believe that the other person is at fault, it still benefits us to go first in apologizing because that vulnerability humbles us and it puts our hearts in a posture of accountability and humility, which in turn puts the other person in a position of being open to reconcile. I've learned that by going first, it opens the door to healthy conversation. And I'm not saying I'm perfect. In fact, I'm still learning and this side of eternity, I'll continue to learn. But with God, all things are possible. Luke 17 verses three through four says, so watch yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. If he sins against you seven times in a day and seven times comes back to you and says, I repent, forgive him. I love this verse. It is God's desire for us to apologize and move forward in reconciliation. In fact, to the best of our ability, God wants us to take steps to restore broken relationships. In fact, I can't even think of a single conflict that I've been a part of where I didn't play a role in the sin, whether it was knowingly or unknowingly. It takes two people to have the type of conflict that needs reconciled. I want to address something that I think is commonly misunderstood, and that's the difference between being a peacekeeper and being a peacemaker. Being a peacekeeper is not biblical. It is a worldly perspective. The world says to keep the peace at all costs, avoid confrontation, and make sure all outward appearances look good regardless of how the heart looks on the inside. But listen close, friends, when we have a peacekeeper mindset, it gives way more control to our abilities and way less control to an all-knowing, all-powerful God. When we try to control the situation or the appearances, we are belittling God. We're essentially saying that we don't think God is capable of helping us through the process. But if we try to the best of our ability to make peace, and we turn our eyes upward, we will experience a God that is capable and loving and wants to walk alongside us as we reconcile our differences with others. 
Okay, so we've talked a little bit about being a peacekeeper. Let's talk about being a peacemaker. Being a peacemaker is rooted in scripture. It's Romans 12 verse 18 that says, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. It means to the best of our ability, we make peace. It doesn't say to keep it at all costs. It doesn't say to stretch ourselves thin. It doesn't tell us to change the direction of our moral compass or to bend our beliefs in order to appease the other person. Being a peacemaker is an individual heart job between us and God where he nudges us to do our part to make peace with others. But being a peacemaker is recognizing that we don't have ultimate control. The good news is that we are so deeply loved by the one who does. We have to be willing to do our part, but ultimately we leave control in the hands of our loving father. Colossians 3 verses 12 through 14 say, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. I think that there are a lot of reasons that reconciliation is hard, but I want to share three stumbling blocks that I've encountered in my own relationships. And the first is that sometimes the other person just doesn't want to reconcile. Honestly, this is really hard. I have found that when your moral compasses are set in a different direction, reconciliation can be really challenging. In this situation, I would recommend stepping away from the relationship and praying because if the other person isn't spiritually awake enough to process the conflict through the lens of scripture, it's not ungodly to build in a little space. I would recommend talking to a trusted Christian counselor Like my friend Olivia just said in our episode on boundaries, it's someone who is viewing your situation without being emotionally involved. Even if someone isn't ready to reconcile right away, I believe that sometimes God reopens these doors and he puts a spirit of reconciliation on our hearts. Because our seasons are defined by God, we don't have to have all the answers. We just have to do our part in being obedient in the waiting Okay, another reason that reconciliation can be hard is because some people are so comfortable in their sin that they don't want to change. Hear me clearly on this one. Being friends with these types of people will not produce fruit in you. The relationships that we have determine who we become. In fact, the Bible and science prove it. Sometimes what happens is that God goes before us and he prepares a way in our relationships because he sees things in other people that he doesn't want us to be a part of. He protects us because he is all knowing and all powerful and he loves us that much. Y'all, we are only responsible for ourselves and our own role in reconciliation, praying for the other person. And praying for God to intervene are wonderful steps to take when the other person isn't interested in coming back to the table. The third reason that reconciliation is hard is because the world is so loud. 
Unfortunately, we are living in a time where we are all really divided. It's COVID, political parties, churches. It's all of the big and small things. The world encourages taking a stance and leaning so hard on that belief that separation is the only natural thing that can happen. But as Christians, we have to stand up and replace the lies of the world with the truth of scripture. While the world is saying to compete and to draw hard lines, God tells us to do life with other people. He says we should build a tribe to encourage, celebrate, love, and cheer for others. Y'all, we have to keep coming back to the table, both in the peaks and the valleys of life. And we cannot do that if all we hear is the noise of the world. We have to learn how to discern the voice of God and to make that louder than any other voice we hear. There have been many times in my relationships where I have been on my knees every day asking God to go before me and pave a way for a relationship to work. Sometimes he does go before me and creates a path for reconciliation and for friendships to move forward. Sometimes he makes it abundantly clear that there is no path. And sometimes God simply says, not right now. You know, I used to struggle with the not right now response, but the more I've grown in my relationship with the Lord, the more I thank God for this hedge of protection that he puts around my family and my heart and my peace and my mind. Y'all, I know it's hard to understand. And honestly, this side of eternity, we will never have all of the answers when we're talking about reconciling difference with other people. But we are only responsible for our part. We can't control how other people react, the choices they make, and the words that they say, which means we have an even greater responsibility to do our part. So my question is, what are you doing to do your part in reconciling your differences with other people? Are you willing to come back to the table? Are you willing to forgive? Are you willing to have the hard conversations? Scripture is abundantly clear about reconciling differences. Y'all, God encourages us to go back and reconcile time and time again. But there are also seasons of rest and prayer It's in those times where I've curled up in my favorite chair and I've cried and I've prayed. We serve a God who is full of yeses. He's full of no's and he's full of not right now's. Wherever you find yourself today, know that you are fully loved and known by a God who will always be there to walk through life with you. I'm praying for y'all and I'll see you next week.